1: I love that uh, Peter Hotez mentions people who fell victim to vaccine misinformation in one of his tweets. And I would argue that the only people who fell victim uh, to vaccine misinformation were the people who took the vaccine Mm -hmm. that you told them would stop the spread. That was a lot you told. Right. You told them they could not transmit it if they took the vaccine. You told them that they would not get it. If they took the vaccine, you told them so many lies about this vaccine that you claimed was 100 percent safe and effective. And now you want to talk about you have the nerve to talk about victims of vaccine disinformation. The victims were the people who listened to you, Peter. Those are the victims. The victims are the people like someone's uh, 18 year old daughter that I read about yesterday who died after receiving the injection that, by the way, she didn't want to tell her her parents about because she knew that her parents had skepticism, hesitations about this jab. But you know what? She wanted to go to concerts. She wanted to travel. And the government held that carrot over her, strung her along to take the jab that ultimately killed her. So I don't want to hear about victims of vaccine disinformation from this dishonest, low tea little slime ball.
0: Okay, and that is uh, the voice of uh, Sarah Gonzalez, and she is uh, indeed the host of The News and Why It Matters on Blaze TV. Uh, She calls herself on her Twitter feed a spicy bitch, uh, to be quite uh, direct with you here, and uh, well, I'll tell you what, she's a truth teller, she puts it out there, Uh, make no mistake about that, my kind of gal. Uh, Welcome into America Out Loud, Pulse. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here with my co-host.
2: Dr. Peter McCullough.
0: Okay, so you heard uh, Sarah Gonzalez there. And uh, boy, she summed it up. That was a (laughs) pretty concise summary. uh, And uh, she put it out there. What do you make of that?
2: You could feel the tension and anger in her voice. You know, I know Sarah really well. Uh, She is a big wheel at Blaze Media. So I'm telling you, she is a major in studio media personality for Blaze. Huge audience, huge. You know, she's a mother of, uh, you know, in, in married, solid family, and Christian values. And she sees something going wrong, and now this whole situation with Dr. Peter Hotez, who was nominated for the Nobel Prize for uh, vaccine research development. Now he's become a central figure. So much to talk about over the weekend. Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Robert F. Kennedy, and Peter Hotez.
0: Yeah, there is. Uh, it's quite a story. Uh, and so Rogan has uh, offered the platform uh, for uh, Dr. Peter Hotez and uh, RFK Jr. to um, debate on the topic, of course. They're on opposite um sides of the spectrum here and uh uh and there's been a i've watched a bit of the uh the um the the culture out there with this or the the viral there's a lot of stuff that's going viral on this uh, people confronting dr peter hotez and uh um to to do this to debate um so rogan has offered a hundred thousand dollars to a charity of hotez's choosing if he agreed to appear now Okay, so here's what he's got, Dr. McCullough. Now, I see reports here just today that he doesn't want to do it because he says, well, it would be like uh, the Jerry Springer show, he says, uh, to be on Rogan's program uh, under this forum would be like the Jerry Springer show. So is it a cop-out, you think, of this hotel, or is it I mean, is it a cop out or is it is, does he have a legitimate concern that he's going to be cornered in a kind of a Jerry Springer environment?
2: Well, let me let me tell you, I you know, I obviously I've got a lot of inside um, knowledge on the whole conversation and experience myself in the Joe Rogan studio. The Joe Rogan studio is not like Jerry Springer show at all. It's a three hour carefully conducted interview. It's all recorded and filmed it can show graphics and it generates a transcript so it's nothing like jerry it's actually more like a deposition to tell you the truth and so it couldn't be farther from the truth to say it's jerry springer so what went on is robert f kennedy goes on rogan mm-hmm. and tells rogan you know listen he 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 gives not only his views on the covid-19 vaccines and their lack of safety but he goes on rogan to uh you know bring the whole story about childhood vaccine safety concerns and issues and and being whitewashed by the CDC and FDA and the <laughs> the vaccine companies and um what RFK says listen no one has debated him or the children's health defense or the icon uh ngo on this no one has on vaccine safety from the agency side and and, and uh, Kennedy makes a statement. He said, "Listen, I, you know I've been at this for eighteen years, and no one will, will discuss this. They simply won't discuss this um, uh, at all." And so that's when Rogan over the weekend said, um, uh, "You know that uh, listen, I'll arrange this. I'll arrange this. Um, uh, I'll work to try to arrange a debate with you and Hotez." Now Hotez had gone on. Joe Rogan after me. And uh, the debate would be more than just COVID-19 vaccines. So here's the sensitivity here. And I want everyone to understand this. Now, Peter Hotez, I think he's just a few years younger than me. He's a professor of medicine down at Baylor College of Medicine Houston. He's pretty high up. He's a dean and he has several hundred publications. Now, I have more than he does. I'm I'm, you know, higher up and kind of in the echelon of National Library of Medicine, but he's kind of in my ballpark. If I have like 680, maybe he's got 500, uh, he's in the ballpark. But but um, Hotez has published this book based on his daughter, Malcolm. And the title of the book is Vaccines Did Not Cause Rachel's Autism, My Journey as a Vaccine Scientist, Pediatrician, and Autism Dad. So I can tell you, If Kennedy brings up all the data about vaccines and their relationship to autism, I think Hotez would just, you know, he just couldn't handle it. I mean, uh, there's a psychological phenomenon Mm -hmm. when someone really knows that the truth and they write just the opposite, like the title of that book. Uh, and, And I think that represents Hotez, but you know, this goes deeper. So I communicated with Rogan over the weekend and I said, listen, I, I said, you know, Bobby Kennedy trying to run for president, you know, leave him out of it. You know, I, I'll come back down to Austin, have, um, you know, have Hotez come in and we'll just have it on vaccine safety of the COVID-19 vaccines. And let, let's keep it, you know, in that domain. I put that mm-hmm. out there and told Rogan uh, to put it out there. You know, I don't think any money should be involved. And boy, if there was any money, it should go to the, those who've suffered vaccine injuries, disabilities, and deaths. Because meantime, uh, what what Hotez did is he went back to Rogan and said, Well, wasn't well, how about millions of dollars for vaccine development? So he actually wanted even more for vaccine development. And then hmm. you know, I can tell you, if we do get together, this is what I would bring up with um with Hotez, is in 2016. He has uh, a, a two grants, and they are what's called RO1 NIH grants, actually 2015-2016. And the title of the grants are Receptor-Binding Domain Recombinant Protein-Based SARS Vaccine for Biodefense, 2015-2016. The investigators are Hotez. His partner Maria Elena Botazzi, I think she's the one who does most of the work in his lab, and then the third is Shibo Zhang, Shibo Zhang, from the University of Fudan in Shanghai, China. And this these grants, uh, the first one in 2015, uh, the R01 ending in 8775, is for 1.16 million, and then the second one in 2016. Uh, uh that one looks like a continuation, 8.775-05. That one is for um, 1.16 uh, as well, dollar figure uh, slightly different. So whether these are the same grants or kind of a paired set of grants. So the questions on the table, wait a minute, wait a minute. He was working on biodefense related to SARS-CoV-2 in 2015 and 2016 with the Chinese.
0: This is part of the reason I think he probably doesn't want to do this, because I looked at what you are just talking about, uh, the, the, his uh, involvement in these things in Wuhan, and it kind of puts him in, on the firing squad, don't you think?
2: It does. I mean, you know, he's been on... CNBC, CNN, MSNBC, a lot. And, And you know, it's basically exclusively liberal media. You know, they're they're giving him accolades like he saved the world. He's the smartest person. And yet he has R01 NIH grants working on biodefense COVID-19 vaccines in 2015 and 2016 with the Chinese. I I mean, he has to know that this is going to come out.
0: Right, exactly. I think that's a sphere. I think his sphere is being put in the limelight with uh, people that are in the know and can talk about these things and bring them to fruition because a lot of people are not aware of this. They, they don't know. There's a lot of background on this guy. You know, I've watched a lot of videos of him, of Peter, out there. And the thing about this guy, I, I have to you have to question at some point how delusionary he is. He's on video and camera so many times pushing the envelope of his rhetoric, you know, one more, one more dose, one, one more dose, no, another dose for, for the good guys. And he keeps pushing it and pushing it. No one ever questions him or doubles back down on the truth. He just keeps moving forward. And I think he is, um, he's getting very wealthy over all this. I'm certain he's built quite a name for himself. As you say, the liberal media is a uh, catering to him as a superstar when he comes in. Uh, and he does. And so it's a little confusion, actually, with this guy. But I, I just, I see a lot of his, I, I just can't understand how a guy like this gets by with all of his lies. I mean, you watch all these videos and he's he's definitely documented as saying everything was going to work from the first shot to the second shot, the third shot, the fourth shot, the fifth shot, one more shot, three more for the team. I mean, th- it's relentless, don't you think? What this guy continues. It's a fallacy. The whole thing is a joke. It's a freaking joke. What are we doing?
2: And any person with common sense exactly, should understand if we're following his schedule. We'd be means, dead.
0: We'd all be dead.
2: Well, Malcolm, that means people are on their seventh shot. Exactly. I mean, seven shots,
0: seven vaccines. I've shots. watched his stuff. I just can't get over it, Peter. I mean, he just oh. continues to triple and quadruple and sex double it down. And it's like, Shut up already. Your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six, seventh didn't work. What the hell is the eighth one going to do? Yeah.
2: And it's obvious, you know, he won't talk about the safety, the injuries, disabilities and deaths. That's what everybody is furious about. That's what got uh, Sarah Gonzalez so upset. Uh, she's seen all the vignettes. Uh, the vignette, by the way, of the couple with the 18-year-old daughter, that's just heartbreaking. I met them yeah. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow. They told me the story firsthand. Their daughter wanted to go to a concert. Yeah. Uh, the parents didn't want her to take the vaccine, but she takes it anyway because she wants to get a vaccine card to show she can get into this concert. And then she dies of fatal myocarditis, oh my and they lose their daughter. Wow. The family. I've seen destroyed. the story.
0: She'd have been better getting a fraudulent one. Sorry.
2: Well, it's, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's the type of thing where, uh, you, you know, people right. are are absolutely infuriated over this. Uh, Hotez is flip-flop, back and forth, masks. He's been all over the place. And the fact that he's working with the Chinese the yeah. entire time behind the scenes with U.S. NIH R01s. And right. biodefense is very interesting because I went and looked up the grants. And, and what they're saying is that, listen, SARS-CoV-2 – could be used as a biological threat, a weapon, if you will. And so they want Hotez to make a vaccine that would be biodefense. So this was this actually up. all being war gamed out years ahead of time. He's mm. been on the inside of these mm. war games, and now he's being well. fronted as somebody who who is trying to advise America on this stuff.
0: Well, doesn't that make a lot of sense, what you just said, though, as to why he would be... Uh, on shot number eight or shot number 80. Uh, but I mean he just continues to move the ball forward. So I mean, there's either one of two things are true Peter. he's either he's either really believes the garbage he's thrown out there and has convinced himself of such uh, and or he is just a complete compulsive liar and just puts really information out there just to I don't know just I mean it's evil to get rich and happy which is it i guess both the cases he's lying Well, I think which it, is i
2: think it? i think you use the appropriate word Malcolm you use the word delusional yeah you know a delusion is a fixed firm false belief mm-hmm. and when people have delusions yeah. uh, you know they become completely irrational and I, honestly i think he's put one in his book. And, you know, I feel sorry for him and his daughter, Rachel, and she has autism. But his delusion is the vaccines did not cause Rachel's autism. When in the reality, Malcolm is, we don't know. We don't know for sure if the vaccines caused her autism or not. And the autism,
0: I assume, happened after the vaccine for his daughter, right?
2: Yeah, Yeah. I assume because you're not born with it. So uh, so him saying that there is no way to rule out the vaccines didn't cause he's saying that because he needs to hold on to that delusion because his entire identity is being a vaccine researcher.
0: Yeah, And this, of course, is Robert Kennedy's uh, big talk out there is he is very much against it because he sees the uh, the level of autism. That these vaccines are creating is one of his big talking points that he talks about. Is this autism, 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 which is in the face of Hotez, of course, and what he believes uh, naturally. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's something it all. And you know, when you see him on camera, he's very lackadaisical about the whole thing. Very um, speaking of uh, Hotez now. Ah, uh, very, um, you know, hey, whatever. I mean, I, I find something highly insulting and sort of annoying the way he um addresses these situations uh, when he has to know what he knows, but yet he's very calm and lackadaisical in his approach. Don't you find that?
2: Um, dismissive on safety, sure, but I, I do think your description of delusional holds. I, I think if one is deluded and truly believing the covid nineteen vaccines are good. Then every shot is just another shot of, of in his mind something that's good. And he usually starts out the interview by saying, "Well, the, the vaccines aren't holding up very well, and you definitely need to take another shot. And children, they need to make another shot." I've seen that. I've seen that. And, and, seen and that. you know, there's a couple of times where he it was clear he just exaggerated. He said, "Well, the the hospitals are filling up with children, or something like this." It's just you know, it was there were the hospitals were never filling up with children. Children were never. Uh, uh, at risk. And he was, I think, again, in this delusion, uh, you you can tell that with those who are these vaccine pushers, there's nothing else they can do than push the vaccine. They would never say, well, listen, let's take a time out and, and reconsider risks and benefits. And they would never say, no, this group really doesn't need it. Or, uh, you know, they it's always foot on the gas pedal, right. vaccinate more. Well, let
0: me ask you, I've seen him do exactly what you said a moment ago, where he gets on there and says, well, that that didn't quite work. Or he references something about uh, in some casual event, as I mentioned, I find it very lackadaisical. he'll mention that one didn't work, whatever. But I think we got to try another one. Why would people believe him? Does anybody really think he is, I mean, why would anybody believe this man at this point? I don't really understand it.
2: But Malcolm, you heard the the anchors on CNN and MSNBC and others. They, they were saying, thanking him for saving the world that he's wow. been consistently on. He's worked tirelessly over the last three years and just praising him to high heaven.
0: Yeah.
2: Why would they do that when he comes out and says, well, this hasn't worked out too well. Let's take another shot. Why would they do that? Why would they? Yeah. You know, instill this, um, this over the top praise.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, why would they do anything they've done uh, throughout the COVID experience? Good point. I mean, yeah, they've been. I mean, on the flip side of everything, that's right that we've talked about here, including early treatment and saving lives and everything that was so simplistic in the early days. Um, I mean, it's terrible. It's outrageous. It's um, it's beyond comprehension. Uh, they're all delusional, frankly. Or there's something else, which you and I talked about plenty of times. So it's almost like, you know, like the world was co- part of the world was conquered some time ago. And we we weren't invited to that party, Peter. <laughs> uh, somehow we weren't invited to that group or that party. It is the strangest phenomenon, this COVID stuff. And it's actually even moving forward now into the transgender community, into the woke community, into the indoctrination of the kids community. All the stuff just did a show today on this stuff on yesterday and today. I mean, it's it just continues onward where you sort of can't connect the conversation with reality. You know what I mean?
2: You know, it's so true. We just see this thing moving at light speed, <laughs> and um uh, and it's just as playing out right uh in front of us. Um, I'm looking at a a tweet. From Hotes on his uh, looks like a publication with the World Economic Forum in 2016. Oh wow! So
0: it, it's that not, far back. You mean you found it's,
2: it yeah? It's hard. not hard to connect the dots here in terms of what mm-hmm. we call the the biopharmaceutical complex. It's not hard at all. One can find any person that we think is. Part of this, and in two seconds, find their World Economic Forum biosketch. And so uh, they meet very frequently in Davos. It looks like this entire situation is coordinated. Uh, what Hotez is doing, though, is he is really the front man for a propaganda scheme. And this is very important. So he's absolutely positively a major user of the word misinformation. <laughs> and and I can tell you you know misinformation yeah. doesn't yeah. exist in our field they're simply scientific observations right. and we have multiple points of view he doesn't own information any more than I own information it doesn't exist but he's actually up the ante because what he has said is that anybody who disagrees with him that they're actually anti-science right and he's actually used that in well, it's the same figures. thing
0: fauci did it's the same thing fauci did yeah so he... Yeah.
2: But Hotez has had a a lecture series he's gone around uh, the the country yeah. lecturing on anti-science. Hmm. I'm looking at uh, a, a a press release here on January 30th of this year. Viral spread Peter Hotez on the increase of anti-science aggression on social media. He's called for the government agencies to have a SWAT team uh, to go after uh, those quote anti science people. He labels people anti vaxers, and and you know of which many of them, myself included, we've taken all the vaccines. I can't be an anti vaxxer if I'm pumped full of the vaccines through childhood. It's just impossible for that to be the case. Yeah. Um, you know, the the better term for anti vaxxer is vaccine risk aware. We're now aware of the risks. And, uh, you know, I looked at my vaccine record the other day. I thought I was lightly vaccinated. I was wrong. There's a, there's a ton of vaccines. And mm. my mom was taking me in at two weeks to get shots. And wow. then when the old oral polio vaccine was thought not to work, my mom took us in and we'd got the, the polio injections. I was like double vaccinated across all these things. So there's just no way I can, quote, be an anti-vaxxer, but I am vaccine risk aware. So Hotez has actually been schooled. these propaganda techniques and he has absolutely gone forward on this he's written a book on this and uh he is basically taking this um back uh uh, to the 1940s and 50s and he says in this release here in the 1940s and 50s the house un-american activities committee huac investigated and discredited Several scientists who worked on the Manhattan Project, Hotez expects congressional committees under Republican control to engage in similar targeting of scientists in an attempt to accumulate influence and foster a sense of belonging, a signature of authoritarian regimes among their constituents. In his view, this anti-vaccine, anti-science movement, versions of which are spreading to other countries, could destabilize the vaccine ecosystem. So he is actually trying to position everything that they're going to go after him. And there's an entire ecosystem as if these vaccines, you know, grow out in forests or something. Well, but, you know,
0: what's happened is, right, with everything you just said, including your vaccines, immunization as a child and all, is that, you know, there is no logic here, though, because the argument is not, is never logic. There's no logic to any of this. There's never been any logic to anything to do with covid And so the fact that they use anti-vaxxer to label people is the same reason they call you as you're spewing disinformation. If it doesn't align with a progressive leftism uh, ideology of this nonsense of COVID and everything they wanted, mask the kid, vaccine the kid, do whatever, uh, then it doesn't play. It doesn't play in the real world. Then they'll label you and call you names. Now, I got to tell you, looking ray i'm looking at a picture right now of robert kennedy i've seen him talk many times in relation to this hotez i could tell you right now hotez wouldn't do this because he knows full well robert kennedy will eat him for breakfast lunch and dinner i mean he he know <laughs> Rob, ro, robert kennedy would come out of this come into this with with uh just a full vigor of in in a Uh, It's just something that Hotez, he would be a whirlwind. He just wouldn't be able to deal with it because he gets very frustrated. Again, if you watch his psychology, you watch his body language, uh, he's very laxedation, he gets very frustrated, and it's like, oh, come on. you know. He's just got this weird sense about him. All right, let me tell you. Elon Musk uh, says that Hotez was afraid of a public debate. Of course, he's edged this whole thing on. Hotez called Musk's posture monstrous. To which Musk responded that he was generally pro vaccine, but had concerns about the COVID shots. Exactly what you just said is what Elon Musk said, Peter, okay? Uh, generally pro vaccine, not an anti vaxxer, but concerns about these particular ones. He says, I am generally pro vaccine. I've been vaccinated against pretty much everything, as I have my kids. Second, I think there's tremendous promise in synthetic a- mRNA. It is like medicine going from analog to digital. That said, the world obviously went crazy with excess vaccination against COVID-19. I have that in quotes because the RNA sequences changed so much that I called it the virus of thesis. So many people I know had serious side effects with the vaccines, including myself, failure to acknowledge that it is a lie for the deaths you claim are due to COVID-19. Why is the nation of Sweden still alive? He mentioned Sweden here, you know what I mean? Just go on, Rogan, and do the debate, he says uh kennedy himself's been tweeting to push him on and he they had some words back and forth but uh it's not going to happen hotez is out of his element in this and a hundred thousand dollars to his favorite charity isn't going to change that and um uh, you know uh so it's really it's just this is a pr stunt basically and i, I mean that's all i see from this year and hotez is just he's wealthy He's living the life and he's been in the process, uh, you know, giving bad information out there that is killing people. Right. Sam.
2: Yeah. And, you know, he's had awards poured on him. Uh, he has won the Texas Children's 2023 Lyndon B. Johnson Moral Courage Award. He's won the AMA's uh, Scientific Achievement Award all this year the while cornell yeah, he's pushing polls. books that's
0: the point he's 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 making money peter i'm telling you and you know do you know did you see that statement he said he come out and said he, he have a new book coming out back to your point that basically says 200 americans plus needlessly perished that's his line because in the delta thing they didn't take the shot i mean this is what he's saying but uh so th- the point is anti-vaccine is disinformation this guy has really brainwashed himself, you know that? I mean, he has, because... Well,
2: well, he's, like I say, he's said the rise of anti-science, like it's a, a rise of, of of some type of... And again, he's likened it to, he's trying to invert things and likened it to the rise of Nazism, what have you. And he says, and, and those anti-science operatives are well-funded. And basically what he means is children Children's Health Defense and Robert F. Kennedy as well as uh, Aaron Siri and the um, I Can Decide NGO, and, and they are well-organized. They're not nearly as well-funded as Hotez is, and clearly they're not funded like the biopharmaceutical complex that is you know, really wheeling and dealing in trillions of dollars when you look at all of these NGOs, including Gates Foundation and Rockefeller Trust and Wellcome Trust and World Economic Forum. They're all working together now hotez is in the middle of that and i think the Mm -hmm. complex is using him very effectively as a a front man and he's out there uh you know wait a minute i'm gonna stop
0: isn't the leftist ideology of what hotez is putting out there isn't that the nazi version of it
2: oh for sure like i say he's inverted it he's trying to call the kettle black, if you mean, yeah. if yeah. you will, he, he, he's inverting it. But yeah, the Nazism is, you know, get on your knees and take a vaccine. Mm-hmm. What Kennedy and uh, Children's Health Defense is saying, listen, you, vaccines are fine, but you just don't push them on us. We want to make our own choices. We want parents to make their own choices. That's all. Now, now what's really, mm-hmm. you know, driving this though, is there are now tens of thousands of family members with kids with autism, you know we have probably hundreds of thousands of families that they've lost loved ones with the COVID nineteen vaccine. You know there are people now who are really starting to get steaming mad. You 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 can feel the uh, anger in the voice of Sarah Gonzalez as an example, and she represents a lot of mothers. Right in her age group. Sure. Uh, this is going to continue, yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. I, I think if Hotez was uh, wise, he'd quickly shrink from public view. He's <laughs> been called called out on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Uh, and by the way, uh, Gonzalez's comments we played in front of the broadcast. And frankly, I think she is um, a superstar (laughs) uh, for being who she is and putting it out there. And I feel her passion. I feel her passion. I feel the pain. Uh, I totally get it. The whole thing is outrageous. It's been outrageous from the beginning. And what you just said is so key. People should be able to make their own decision in these cases, no matter where you fall in this conversation nothing should have ever been forced on people. This whole mandate thing and take it, or you're this or you're that or the other is so un-American, it isn't even close to funny. Here we're arguing about the semantics of particular conversations, but really the choice has always been up to people to make the choice. And yet choice was pulled from the menu, Peter, in this particular case, and it was jammed down throats. And we have seen that here at America Out Loud from day one with all the correspondents and all the people reaching to us from all over the world, with all kinds of questions and thoughts as to, you know, sad stories actually, to what took place. But why was choice? That's the real question here. Why was choice? And, and why is, Hote, you know, it's this is what's really sick about this and including Peter Hotels and so many others like him. What right do they have to jam this at people and force them to make these decisions and mandate this stuff on people, pulling up their lives, creating so much turmoil and stress and potentially injuring them or killing them. That's their choice to make. Never in human history in our country have we ever done anything like this. But that's what happened here. That's what they're asking, just to believe their science and take it, and you don't have a choice. Or they call you out, mandate it, ridicule you, call you disinformation, call you a Nazi, and they flip the whole script, and there's something so wrong about this, Peter. I'll tell you, it's... It's been sick from the beginning, and it get it's getting sicker as we go. You know, so well, I can I've,
2: say I, I feel your blood pressure rising on the other side of the microphone, Malcolm. Uh You're right. I mean, this is is a is is as anti-American as it can possibly be. Mm. It's anti-civil liberties, mm. and uh it, it has ruined the pursuit of uh, life, liberty, and happiness for so many people yeah. now. And and you know when the vaccine mandates are dropped. I anticipate nobody takes these shots in in institutions that are mandated. Now I had a personal conversation last week. This is good news. So we're gonna we got to turn this to some good news, Malcolm, with a uh, storied retired Lieutenant Colonel Green Beret Pete Chambers, uh-huh. and uh, I had a sit down dinner with him. A good guy. Small, small world. Do you know that his niece? And my daughter, our best friends, we never even knew it.
0: You never know. Never know.
2: Never knew it. So anyhow, Pete Chambers gave me the scoop. What's called the um, Defense Authorization Acts, which are a series of acts that come out. They don't get much uh, press, but they do get released periodically. The last one that was released finally took away all vaccine uh, mandates in the military. Uh, We know for enlisted, they were removed a few months ago. Now for new recruits are removed they are removed for the um reservists uh and so finally they're out of the military you know the military was having its worst recruiting uh season of all time oh, yeah. and i think it's because people oh, yeah. said listen they're not going to take a shot yeah. to get into the military
0: yeah no that's exactly it the recruiting's way way down way way off and uh you know, not to mention the people we've lost, and that's a whole other story, but we've definitely compromised the United States military. Between that story and the wokeness in the military, it's, it's been just devastated what's taken place. It'll take years to get it back, and it's coming at a worse time of our history when we really need a strong military. I always believed in the Reagan doctrine of peace through strength. We really do want peace, 100 million percent, but we need to be strengthful to have the peace. And that's the key of a strong military. And all these stories go down the wrong way here.
2: But Malcolm, uh, you know, I do have to get this in here. We also need to have strong diplomacy. And boy, are we missing that. I don't know if you heard the soundbite from uh, Secretary of State Blinken. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Uh, You know, he's over in China. He is being completely deferent to the the Chinese uh, premier. And... um, then he says, uh, "We're following the one China policy, and we don't recognize Taiwan."
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't get the whole Taiwan conversation. I really don't. It's so, it, it, it you know, idiot. idiot. Uh, uh, the whole thing is nuts. I mean, we're we're doing what we're. You, you, you know, one one China policy, and then we're going to, it doesn't make any sense to you. Then we're going to give them all the equipment and defend them against China, but yet it's one China. Well, where's the common sense in that story? I don't even understand that.
2: You know, you know a way it's, to think about it is, you know, if, if through some geopolitical agreement years ago, right. there was a one China policy, we don't have to play it up in diplomacy. We can always support their right to, to being a yeah. free democracy, yeah. which they are and um, and we have to recognize taiwan's strategic role right now i am telling you they control the semiconductor well, market we shouldn't be doing that and, we should and, we should,
0: they shouldn't be china shouldn't have our antibiotics and all our meds either no no
2: no we can't i mean this the semiconductor thing is really big taiwan controls it china wants it i've been to china yeah. 5 times i've been to taiwan multiple times and i can tell you the chinese are so nationalistic malcolm they yeah. want taiwan bad everything they see on taiwan yeah. they want the, the chinese on mainland china believe that taiwan is the crown jewel oh yeah they have oh, the well. uh, oh yeah they have and the and they palace. went in hong
0: kong too and they got that
2: yeah they have the palace museum for instance in taiwan it's built into a mountain some of our listeners have been there they have every valuable relic that chung Chai Chak got out of china uh, is in that museum and so chinese let me ask
0: people, you is it worth going to war over taiwan would you would you uh, endorse a war if it comes to that would you endorse a war over Taiwan, with China?
2: This would be the value. I don't think China's going to go to war with anybody militarily, but this would be the value of a standoff in the China Sea. Mm-hmm. The value of a standoff, China for the first time would say, "You know what? We have to stay in line." Hmm. And I think it would be it would be a it would be a standoff. Well, let me let me tell you what I yeah. uh, you know I've been in China since the nineteen nineties. The last time uh, I flew in, I flew into Terminal um, Terminal One in Beijing, and uh, it went from years ago being like a like almost a Soviet era uh, lousy airport, you know, yeah. painted gray and just awful airport in China, to a sparkling glass structure. It's the largest all glass structure under one roof in the world. In the world. It it has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of gates. Okay. I looked up and I walked through that terminal. I think it's called Terminal Three. I, I walked through Terminal Three, Malcolm, and I told myself, the Chinese are not gonna fight anybody because the first bombing run would just slip over a bomb over terminal three and the glass would be shattering all over and it just they're they're <laughs> not going to do it no they are not going to do it well, they will not militarily well right now money. they
0: smell weakness in the waters they smell weakness with the administration they smell weakness with policies they are striking out that's why you've got all of these things going on including the spy balloons and so many other um confrontations uh, because they feel they can get away with it, which is why they let Blinken come over there and be embarrassed and kneel down and go through all of that. They smell weakness. You never know what they're going to do at this point well, in time. Well, l-
2: let me say this: uh, you know, I, you know, like I said, I, I mentioned the value of an American standoff. Uh, I think while Biden is in office, yeah. I think the Chinese are going to try to take Taiwan.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay,
2: so you're with me on that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I oh yeah i don't it. think
0: it's yes until he's out of there and this administration has completely changed what did i say earlier to you peace through strength right we don't have strength right now so anything goes right now plus they're working with cuba uh to put uh you know missiles in cuba in all of this we have a whole other confrontation there and yet they're saying well you're in taiwan why can't we be in cuba you see you see what's happening there so this is really getting money in the meantime human life hangs in the balance and we have this catastrophe happening in Russia and Ukraine. And the world is like, as I say to you all the time, it's like spinning off its axis, Peter. It's, it's, uh, you know, there's no value of human life. There's no value of people in this. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very weird, but it's, you've got dictators and brutal people that are taking control and taking advantage of the United States weakness. And the U.S. And, is at an all-time low right now, buddy.
2: Yeah. And for sure. And people yeah. have... Have almost become demonically possessed. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you saw this this ceremony out in Dodger Stadium.
0: Yeah, uh, I it in Los
2: Angeles. Yeah. This yeah. was this was unbelievable. Yeah, there yeah. were um, there were drag queens dressing up oh, as, yeah. as nuns and mocking it was crazy church and mocking christianity they look like ghouls they look like something out of a baseball nonetheless
0: major league baseball i mean uh, i know
2: and and i can tell you uh, i was listening to newsmax last night and uh, mercedes schlep went uh, nuts yeah and one guy was trying to defend it he was saying well it's there's their choice and it wasn't that appropriate she goes this insulted the entire Catholic world. And she went nuts. I agree with her. I think uh, Catholics and Christians should be outraged
0: with this type of- frankly, sports and entertainment and acting and all that should be removed from all this garbage- uh, that's why you go to those things just to get away from this garbage, frankly. And yet they, they pushed it all in there, including kneeling on the flag and all of that and football, the whole thing's disgusting. That's why people get away from this crap to go. You know what I mean? Sports is it's, it's designed to remove yourself. You know what I mean? To, from this kind of stuff, it's to enjoy life. It's not to get into all of this chaos and controversy and crazy stuff but anyways uh, uh enough of that and, and
2: some of the players are you know this wokeism oh. that's come come into sports you know clayton kershaw spoke up you know the yeah. players yeah. At, at some point in time are going to have to speak up these brands that are going woke oh
0: well, we've been all over it you'll see that on the platform here i mean it's been a hot hot topic it's been trending for weeks Uh, Wokeism and all these brands, uh, Target, Bud Light, Kohl's, Disney, there's a bunch of them. None of them make any sense, including the actors and singers who also, um, you know, uh, discount uh, 50 to 60% of their audience. Doesn't make any sense, but yet they do it.
2: It doesn't make any sense. I got an email today from a consultant uh, in the biopharmaceutical industry, uh, and she has in her signature line her name. It's obviously a woman. And then it says her, the pronouns underneath it, Not sure. you know, uh, oh. her and hers and oh and my she. And, my head
0: hurts when you say that. My head hurts. Really. I mean,
2: Malcolm. I mean, this is just a standard business signature. I mean, we we've been doing this
0: either in paper
2: matter? electronic format for for centuries, and he suddenly we hurts. have to put our pronouns. Oh my
0: God! What it hurts. My head hurts. Stop, God! I want <laughs> to stop the world from spinning, please. <laughs> Oh, my. I mean, why does it all matter? I do not understand. Are there not more important things for us to be talking about at the water cooler? Um, speaking of which, uh, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, we are on Q&A 73 today. We've got to get some questions. Listeners have send sending in. So we'll do that in just a moment here. Let's take a moment and uh, tell folks, uh, we've had a lot of stories recently and a lot of push for, um, you know, what are you seeing out there for a summation of long COVID and that sort of thing? Is, is that still, long COVID vaccine injuries, that's still a big part of your practice?
2: It still is. And I tell you what, we are relying heavily on spike support from the wellness company. Uh, we believe it's the okay. best supplement out there. It's not only natokinase, Uh, in the serving is, you know, 2,000 fibrolinic units, 100 milligrams twice a day. But it also includes a selenium, black sativa, which is basically a form of a black seed, uh, Irish sea moss, dandelion, other things that actually antagonize this spike. And there's more and more data. Today, uh, I had a student with me in clinic, and he reviewed the black sativa data all of which are positive it's anti-inflammatory so i think wellness company really hit it with this product you take it twice a day
0: you said twice two
2: two capsules twice a day malcolm and boy is it popular i can't make any therapeutic claims but it is popular wellness company doing a great job
0: yeah all right so that is one product spike support and a lot of people have been looking for answers like this that give them some hope and some ability to get up over these problems they're having I mean, long COVID, I still see a lot happening all over. But it's going to take years and years and years for people to recover from this uh, trauma that has been to the human body. Some people never really get over it, especially the elder folks who've been hit really hard. Uh, again, by a, a bioweapon like this was never designed for the human body. I don't know how else to say it. It just isn't just, a match. And we're struggling. People are struggling with this. And in the real life, even my wife to this day, I hear sometimes her breathing and she's, you know, recovered from it. We're down the road, but she has, you know, she has, uh, she has a life uh, um, handicap now from this, her her breathing. I notice it at night, especially she never wants to admit it. She never says anything because she doesn't want to. I mean, I know that she doesn't even know I'm talking about it now, but, and, but, I can hear her breathing and it was, it's not like it was. I mean, it's been heavily compromised from the COVID pneumonia and her close to death experience, Peter, you know? Mm, Um, Absolutely
2: terrible. You know, the student with me, wonderful, uh, young man from up North Uh, he's in his, uh, I think late twenties, his brother in his early thirties got COVID early on, got no early treatment because really before it was evolved uh, went to the hospital, went on the mechanical ventilator, and then went on extracorporeal yeah. membrane support, ECMO. Remember, D got close to ECMO. Oh, we were and, there. We were. Yeah, there. and so he went on ECMO. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, this young man survived, and I was asking his brother to, uh, in the clinic today, I said, is he the same? Is
0: he, no, he's know, not the and
2: same. I, I, no. I know, I don't think people are the same. No, they're Anybody not. who is in the ICU with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I they're think not the same. They're not no, the they're same. Not.
0: My, our dear friend, Dr. Peter Bregan just went through the COVID pneumonia and he's been talking about it on here. He's back on the program. Absolutely love the man. He's such a spark uh, and uh, he's struggling. He's struggling to get back. God bless him. I give him encouragement all the time. And, and just, I, I love the man. He's just, uh, I don't know says just brought so much to the game of life, you know. Um, and, of course, he hosts the uh, Thursday show here on America Out Loud, Paul's friends. He is a definite must-listen, uh, to be sure. Uh, everybody's doing a great job on the broadcast. Uh, but anyway, Spike Support, get that. They also have One Wellness, where you can get all the medical visits you want and all of that through the telemedicine. And all of this, you get 25% off with Out Loud. Just, you can go to AmericaOutloud.shop. And get the they put your right in to get the code and get the discount right there. Just use the code and you'll get twenty five percent on both one wellness and the the products like spice support. In fact, the products like spice support come with the one wellness. By the way, if you get the one wellness, it's an incredible uh, deal they have. The other well, thing
2: let me will... let me let me amplify that. It's really important with one wellness and the. America allowed discount. We're talking, uh, you know, under $150. Uh, One bottle of spike support, I believe with the discounts is somewhere between 50 and 60. And because there's two capsules twice a day, you burn through the bottles pretty quickly. Just spike support alone. Patients with heart disease would probably use the heart and muscle formula, uh, people, you know, advanced age with bone disease would use the bone formula. A lot of what the wellness company is doing is is removing the reliance on prescription pharmaceuticals. Uh, but because of this, the One Wellness, uh, One gets actually unlimited supplements. So, yeah. so you can actually just, and, and then the doctor's visits uh, to order the lab tests, all of that's gonna be covered with One Wellness. So many people are moving to that just as a backup, and then, then they can their insurances can basically just be catastrophic in case they get hospitalized.
0: And that's where I think a lot of people are going to go, the catastrophic thing. You can afford that more so than all these other plans, which really uh, bring you over the coals. It's very expensive, healthcare is, You know, it's funny. I used to always hear people saying, you know, it takes a lot to live and it takes a lot to die. It costs money (laughs) either way, (laughs) (laughs) either way you look at it today. But the point is you got to do your best to stay healthy and do that. And we'll tell you more about other things. Uh, America Out Loud Shop, we're uh, just getting this all out there now. And uh, you'll be hearing it more and more on the platform, but get the discounts there, please. These are all things we've we've passionately negotiated to uh, help all of our listeners and our readers and our beautiful people out here, uh, from around the world here. We're going to uh, skip the uh, pause now. We'll run the um, the pause at the end of the show. We'll give you the discount and all uh, at that. I'm going to go right into a few questions here, Dr. McCullough, for time. And uh, so uh, this one is from Fiona. Thank you for all your tireless efforts to help humanity and wake humanity up to the crimes of the last three years. God bless you, Fiona. My father suffers from vascular dementia that I am convinced was initially caused by recurrent flu vaccines and then compounded when he had the uh, Times-2 AstraZeneca jabs. I read your article on the nanokinase as an effective treatment, okay, against Alzheimer's and long COVID. I'd very much like to know if if you can recommend a trusted organic supplier here in Australia. Okay, she lives in Perth. I would also like to know the dose, and I would like to try to get rid of joint pains in my knees, which I'm convinced are caused by shedding as I've continued to work in my occupational health business throughout the pandemic and never took the jab, but I have issues with joints uh, because of that. Now, Um, what do you say to Fiona?
2: Netokinase, as well as other enzymes, are in a review paper that I have out of my Substack Courageous Discourse as promising agents for Alzheimer's disease because Alzheimer's, there's a proteinaceous plaques that are deposited in the brain. And the kinase indeed may dissolve. So it works bags. for that, you mean?
0: For the, for the well, I, I
2: can't make any therapeutic claims, but it's you know in scientific review papers has wow. held it out. Japanese have been taking it for you know as eating natto. and they for live 40, a
0: long time, thousands. by the way, the Japanese do. They,
2: they you know Japanese are usually ahead of us on so many things, and boy, it looks like a kinase. they were. So I think it's promising there. A reasonable dose would be two thousand units uh, twice a day. It's equivalent to hundred milligrams twice a day. In terms of suppliers, wellness company. Does serve Australia. Now, a wellness company uh, has patient care in the United States. Um, they just, uh, by the way, started a, a wellness company in Canada. Wow! Uh, so we had a chance to meet our Canadian colleagues actually at the Spikes and Port S- Symposium in Dallas this last weekend. So unfortunately, a wellness uh, uh, company people got to bake in the Dallas humidity. Anybody in <laughs> Dallas, Fort Worth, it's just been brutal. <laughs> But we were all together. Uh, we are at the uh, 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 AFN network uh, headquarters where, where we did all the filming for the spike support. It was actually uh, moderated by the way, by Naomi Wolf, who did a fantastic oh, job. All right, all right. And uh, But no, they supply Australia. I think there are plenty of high quality organic suppliers that supply other uh, nutraceuticals. So look them up in Australia. Right. So it's well resourced. Malcolm, I'm predicting that the U.S. government, as well as TGA and Australia and others, I think they are going to have crushing reprisal for our use of nanokinase. You just watch. It's wow. going to be like hydroxychloroquine
0: or high Oh, you mean that's going to start coming out, you mean, huh? All right. Oh, yeah. All vitamin
2: right. D, vitamin
0: right. D. Anything you know, that's effective that helps people. I yes.
2: Mean, come on. Yes. Wow. No, Malcolm, I do. Wow. I was on Twitter Spaces oh, Sunday man. night, Ugh. and there was a pharma woman Ugh. on. And she started going to town on this, and, oh, and I said, dear. you know what? I uh, bet there's going to be crushing reprisal. Well, we're going to stay truthful
0: here. We're going to keep it up real, buddy. You know, um, Fiona, go to um, a shop and get the uh, the natto kinase, the the spike support. Let me get this one from Ruth. And thank you both for all the information you provide. I'll listen to your shows every week and have to say you have kept me sane. Over the last months, well, it's good for you, Ruth. Some days, I'm not sure we're saying, but I'm with you. I've heard you recommend natokinase, a solution for riding the body of the spike protein. I've heard concerns about soy products related to the physo uh, sh- sh- is it? physo How would these concerns apply to taking the natokinase, she asked?
2: I think they're real. Right now, I have seen soy, real soy allergies in people taking natokinase with a whole variety of products. So uh, we reviewed our uh, wellness company product and it does say soy free. I mean, obviously it doesn't have soybeans in it, but I think there's enough soy antigens to make me worried. So right now, if someone has a soy allergy, I would recommend against it. Now there's some other data starting to emerge for another enzyme out there called bromelain. Hmm. Bromelain, and that is derived from the stem of pineapples. It also appears to dissolve the spike protein. We also by the way with all these products we we also use curcumin. Curcumin is derived from turmeric. And that. there's now a prospective randomized trial of curcumin showing some benefit in people who've had covid plus taken the vaccines. So right. kind of our go-to triad now is nattokinase uh, preferably in the wellness company spike support because it has the other key ingredients, but then we also add bromelain and curcumin from other sources as that uh, trio
0: well it sounds like we're on to something there for sure this next one's from richard by the grace of god and prayers i survived what you and mike adams were talking about Hmm, okay i got all the hospital records from the four hospitals i was at with covid and did a powerpoint of each of the 93 days i'm willing to share my experience i was given remdesivir placed on a ventilator four times for a total of 54 days and icu for 78 days So that's the message from Richard, what do you think?
2: Oh my Lord, Richard, you have to tell your story. Uh, You could almost make your own mini documentary people need to hear what's gone on. Uh, And I tell you, anybody who's received remdesivir, I really want them to see their doctors in the clinic, make sure kidney function is checked with a blood serum creatinine level, which is part of the biomedical profile and a urine albumin to creatinine ratio. Remdesivir does cause some kidney injury long-term. Need to get those labs checked.
1: And
0: Richard, when you email us, email me at talk at americaoutloud.com, and we'll get your story on here somewhere here. So if you hear this, okay. Bobby asked, is there any way to stop post-COVID cough?
2: The best uh, effectiveness I've seen, Malcolm, is with a prescription drug called Singulair or Montelukast. This was uh, actually discovered by Dr. Sankara Chetty in South Africa. He taught me about this So I go to Singulair a lot. It would be a prescription, 10 milligrams a day. It's commonly used for allergies. None of the other cough syrups or cough medicines seem to work outside of Singulair, which is really an allergy pill, but You you take it once a day and it seems to handle it.
0: There you go, Bobby. Very good. Can we squeeze one more in, Dr. McCullough, from Greg?
2: Yeah, go for Uh, it.
0: I'm a 50 year old healthcare worker in Canada with a historic previously diagnosed brain injury, successfully gotten recovered from COVID and proven natural immunity and robust antibody platform. Yet, still, they mandated to take the injection or risk losing my job and my home. I've had one dose of the Novavax, and despite purchasing appropriate remedies, including spike support, I'm very concerned that my age and brain injury from skull fracture will create life-threatening vulnerability from a second dose of Novavax. Can you please provide your informal perspective about potential health concerns and intervention protocols I may follow? Wow.
2: I still believe that Novavax is the safest of all the products out there. I don't think it has any possibility of working, but I think it's the safest. Now, <laughs> if you can get a medical, medical exemption of getting out of that second dose, fine. But he would be the least... Concerning patient that I would see today, if he has no side effects now and he's he's taken everything that he can to to combat it, uh, you know, I, I feel much better about him than the the person who's taken the other genetic shots.
0: Greg, there you go. I love that answer, by the way. And uh, you yeah, know, there you go. You got a great uh, endorsement of uh, of life and health. So live and celebrate, there, uh, friends. That's all the time we have here. Thank you for joining us on America Out Loud Pulse. Always. A will
2: be ahead. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code
0: OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the Advanced Nasal Solution Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx Nasal Solution Cleanse. That's COFIXRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at CofixRx.com.